0: You are listening to Sick Biz Buzz with me, Hillary Jastrom. Welcome back to Sick Biz Buzz, the sickest podcast empowering chronically ill and disabled entrepreneurs and remote workers. Thanks to the Good Men Project for having our back in the mission to help more people find the support they need to work the jobs that provide a living wage for them and their families. We are also enjoying a big burst of brand awareness, and it wouldn't be possible without their backing and without the title of being one of their sponsored podcasts. Today is a special day, and I'm hoping that you will join me in supporting one of my greatest dreams. My book, Six Success, is available on Amazon today. It's the release day. It's a combination memoir filled with actionable content that you can apply to your own life. The entire goal of the book is to make it a guide for you to help you achieve your dreams and to live your best existence. Please head on over to Amazon and pick one up or you can go to barnesandnoble.com and don't forget to tell me what you think about it. My guest today is a gal I have known for about a year. And from the time I first met her, she blew me away. She seems to be single-handedly remaking the world of financial planners, having found a niche that empowers women who want help in managing their finances and not just managing their finances, but controlling them and ensuring they are using their money to live their most amazing life. And to enable their dreams and the ability to empower other women and their mission as well. We'll talk a lot about empowerment today. The founder of the blog, Not Your Father's Advisor, Jessica Weaver, came onto the scene and became viral when she shook up the financial industry. She is also the author of the best-selling book, Strong Woman, Stronger Assets, soon to be in Oprah Magazine, and today she is with us to talk about entrepreneurship and retirement. Many people seem to have the perception that entrepreneurship and retirement can't coexist, and Jessica is here to debunk that myth. Please welcome one of the strongest, most empowering women I know, a champion in her field and for others, and now a dear friend, Jessica Weaver. One of my favorite people is on the show today. I mean, it's just amazing. Like every time I see you, my whole face lights up. Jessica Weaver,
1: what the heck? Thank you. Hi. What an introduction. <laughs> you're one of my favorite people, too. Thank
0: you. <laughs> oh, yes. oh, my gosh. Just Every time I see you, I'm like, first of all, how is this woman so stylish? Because oh, yeah. I aspire. You. But... <laughs> oh, you're just uh, you're just, just in... Yeah. You're just such an inspiration in so many ways. And I'm Thank so you. yeah, I'm so happy to have you on and to let other people into your world because yes. um, our audience, I don't think, is aware of a little secret that you're harboring today. And what we're going to talk about, the majority of our audience uh, members are entrepreneurs. And so what we're going to talk about today, how's this for a teaser? Like, let's just drag it on. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is it? I'm going crazy. Um, <laughs> What we're going to talk about today is a topic we've never discussed. Oh, boy. I know. I know. So you're going to steer this puppy. um, And it's important, though. It's super important. So, and you've become, you've like doubled down your focus on it, too, over this past year. So without further ado, I just want to hand it over to you. And then at some point, cause this is kind of loosey goosey and, you know, like we're all sitting around and why don't we have wine kind of a show. Um, but at some point, I do have some wine. You don't? Oh my God. You do. I just have boring <laughs> iced tea. Oh my God. <laughs> we'll I'm... pretend. Yeah, exactly. Um, but at some point let people know how you came to be in this day. Tell us your story about going viral, because that's a fascinating one. So wherever you want to jump off into entrepreneurship, virality, whatever you want to do, the floor is yours.
1: Oh, thank you, Hillary. So yes, I am obsessed with retirement, and it's not my retirement, it's everybody else's. I think it is the coolest stage of our lives. We can do so much with it, but I've also seen we can do so little with it. So imagine this, Hillary, you get to a point in your life where you don't have to work anymore if you don't want to. You've done all the hard work saving money. And now it's this whole new world of possibilities. But nobody sees it that way. And I say, retirement, it's not the last stage of your life. It's not the next. Retirement is its own life. And we really go through several stages during that retirement and it's just so cool some people call me an old soul because i'm only 30 years old yet i love this stage of life and i work with women near retirement or in early retirement who have done a good job saving money but they don't know how to make that money into a paycheck they don't know how to live a retirement without that fear of running out of money becoming a burden and they also have that fear of being bored at home and they want to have a fulfilling life They want to have purpose and identity, sometimes a way to give back in an even bigger way than they were able to while they were working. So I love it. I I can't talk enough about it. So obviously, I'm excited for today.
0: That is fantastic. And you're 30. Okay. I thought you were in your mid-30s or something because I know you have the cutest baby on the planet. You know, oh my gosh, andy girl <laughs> andy girl is so cute and she just started cruising around and like yeah. now you got to really put your money where your mouth is don't you like oh, yeah. you can't sit down anymore there's no sitting <laughs> at this stage nope. um <clears throat> it's amazing that you are focusing on this aspect of life and just like you've done with the financial planning aspect so let's Let's familiarize people with where you've come from. You, the, all of this started, all of your success, and um, you know your best-selling book, all of it started when you started a blog. You're right. It did. That's really when it started to shift
1: for me. hmm I kind and- of got sick of seeing women uninterested in money. Mm -hmm. Whether they weren't engaged in our meetings, they weren't on the calls, they weren't showing up, they weren't asking questions. And it really all started with how can we make money in retirement, which seems so overwhelming and stressful. How do we make it approachable? How do we make it fun? Yeah. Sexy even. And make us think more about, take a good look at our life and how money's played a significant role in it. And how can we change it, laugh about it, make it more engaging of a topic? Because we need money in our lives. We do. As much as we might hate it at times, as much as we might love it at times, it is a tool to live our fullest life.
0: And why do people feel like that? Well, first of all, before, like, I feel like we could go into a million different directions with this because when you said make retirement sexy, I was like, okay, let's put garter belts on <laughs> retirement. Like, <let's- laughs>
1: What is a garter belt on
0: retirement? <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. I just was this thing that popped in my head. But so you started a blog, not my father's advisor, not, not your father's advisor. Yes. And, and it got picked up. And it went freaking viral, like the meaning of viral. And you were watching, you were watching on the website, Mm -hmm. thousands of people come streaming into your blog and you had shaken up that financial industry from the standpoint of, I want to talk to you about money. I want to make it sexy. I'm going to put it in the LBD, the little black dress. I'm mean, going to make it appealing, right? I just have, like, yeah. this logo idea in my head for you now. but it...
1: <laughs> Oh, boy. <of course. laughs> I know, exactly. We'll have to talk offline about that. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> and and so you burst onto the scene this way. That led to the writing of your book. And mm-hmm. now you're talking about retirement. So I'm sensing a theme here with you. You're taking everything that is old and making it new again.
1: Sure. Yeah, (laughs) I know. Mm -hmm. It's kind of when you look back on the journey of how I've gotten to this place and kind of like my career has been what most people's career are, Mm -hmm. leading them to something bigger, right? For most people, leading them to retirement. and For me, it was focusing on women and money, Mm -hmm. owning their money belief, their habits with money, how can we make them better to get them to what is the end goal? The end goal really is this retirement.
0: The end goal is, yeah. And so let's, let's talk about that as it pertains to entrepreneurship, because there are so many people who have no plan in place. If they are an entrepreneur, their Mm -hmm. focus is, I have to wake up every day, I have X amount of dollars that need to go out the door to pay my bills so I know I have x amount of dollars that need to come in and there's and they think there's nothing more that I can do to plan for these later years of my life.
1: Yes, I think the biggest mistake entrepreneurs do is they forget about their they think I'm going to put all my money into my business. And that business is going to be my retirement plan, whether I sell it, phase out of it, I get pension from it, something like that. But as we know, as entrepreneurs, and business owners, the economy shifts, it changes. And when we put off the retirement savings, it makes those times even more stressful. And the fear builds up in us. And especially if we want to talk about women, Women, we are the caretakers of our family. And whether we own a business and we take time off to have children, even if it's a few months, I mean, for me it was six weeks, but even that was scary for me. Mm -hmm. Take time off to take care of our parents, our siblings, our nieces and nephews. We might have to take time away, but if we know we are saving for retirement, we can make those decisions out of financial security. We're not making those decisions where where our heart is able to take care of people. We don't feel like we're leaving money on the table. We're going to jeopardize our future, our business. When you have a structure in place for saving money, whether it's today or for retirement, you can make those decisions out of financial security, out of confidence, and not. Because when we make decisions out of fear, we don't get what we want, do we?
0: No, um, that is so true in so many areas of life. Like when we just react and say, Oh no, this is terrible. I have to make a decision and I'm forced to do it under pressure. It's like it's self duress, you know? Yeah. So it's totally so, true. it's so important that we take a proactive stance. And so if I'm an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and I feel like you know, I'm just barely getting by, I'm managing to pay my bills and and it's a it's a viable career for me, but there's not much I can do in terms of retirement or I think there's not much I can do. Where would you tell people to start? So if you are really,
1: it's really tight, paycheck to paycheck, maybe a little pushy. Mm-hmm. What you can do is, just put the money aside into a separate account that you don't. It doesn't even have to be a retirement account. Just get it out of your eyesight. (laughs) And then by the end of the year, you can see, did I actually need that money or not? And at that point, you can always move, you know, 5,500, 6,500, depending on your income limits, a portion of that into a retirement account. So So even if it's, $50 a pay Mm -hmm. period, $100 a pay period, start Mm -hmm. small, do 1% of your income. And then see if you can bump it up to 2% the next or the next few months. Bump it up to 3%. You do it so slowly that you don't really feel it. And you really, it's about getting used to not living on that.
0: Like whenever I make
1: a decision, whether it's invest money in my business or to, Buy something, a house. I never thought about. Well, I'm gonna. I'll stop saving in my 401k. I have plenty of time to go to save. I'll use that extra money to buy a bigger house or a nicer office. No, that money is untouchable, and my savings are untouchable. Each month, the thousand, two thousand dollars I put away, I'm not touching that. Whenever I go to make an investment into something, I don't want to put that on jeopardy. Put that on hold. And I think that's the biggest thing. So it's getting into a routine of just setting that money aside, even if it's $50 a month, just to start somewhere and get yourself into the habit of it.
0: And you can find that money. This is the thing like, somebody listening might just kind of have the predisposed mindset that, oh, I don't have that. She's talking about $50. I don't have that. You know what? You do have it, you have it in forms of subscriptions. That you're not using, for example, if you're not using cable, and if my husband is listening to this, I really think we need to have a talk about our cable bill. (laughs) Anyway, if you (laughs) in the form of the coffee that you pick up, that's four and five bucks Mm -hmm. a day, right? And and you we talk about well, this is a small reward that I give myself because I work so hard, blah blah blah. It's in the form of these things that we don't do anything with like I yes. was a big and I'm working on this a big rewarder like I would be out and go you know what I work so hard I think I should have this little thing oh I know what you mean yes yes I a deserve little, this yep I deserve this always I deserve this so if we think about it we do have 50 freaking dollars we did do, we're then we're not gonna eat out then we're not going to buy that coveted purse, you know, and it's not like you can't have these things, but you, you can cut back in your life. Do you, where are some really unexpected ways that people can find money in their lives? So I think it comes back to, like you said, the priority. Mm-hmm. And
1: sometimes we think retirement so far away. Or we have plenty of time or especially entrepreneurs, we have this mentality that I'm always there going to be working. Yeah. So we, that's our excuse. Well, I'm always going to be working, so I don't need to save as much. Mm-hmm. So I don't need to save right now. And whenever I meet with somebody, we I have them go through all of their expenses. And we go through and it's really starting to shift our priorities. Are your priorities getting your hair done every month? Or is it to pay down debt? start saving money, put it towards retirement. So I think it really goes down to where are you spending money? And I go to the fulfillment factor. How much fulfillment and satisfaction are you getting when you spend this money on on your house, on landscaping, shopping, eating out, vacation? And then really ask yourself, is this money, did I need this item? Did I need it yesterday? Is it going to get me closer or farther from my goals? And then, lastly, what else could I be doing with?
0: Do you have any type of cues that stop people when they're out and about? So, for instance, like I saw this meme Terry Crews plays the father on Everybody Hates Chris, which is like one of my favorite shows. Oh, there are no secrets, are there? They just aren't. Um, and he just, he has this angry look on his face. And so I saw this meme that said, um, every time I want to buy an impulse item, I put this picture of Terry Crews in my wallet and I pull my wallet out and I look at him. And it's oh my like goodness. perfect. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I might feel it. Yes. Yeah, can't. no, seriously. I'm going to send it to you because you can make one of yourself to be like, for, for people. I <laughs> oh
1: like- love <laughs> that. Yeah, I come out of their pocket <laughs> with the credit card. But exactly. it's true. And I tell people, some of the women I work with, I have them wrap their credit cards in a piece of paper and they write down those four questions. Right? Oh, do I need cool. this item? Did I need it yesterday? If you needed mm-hmm. it yesterday, then you probably do need it. If
0: you didn't need it yesterday, you probably just want it. And let's let's define need because a lot of people, you hear them say things like "I need it," right? That's not Mm -hmm. need, my friend. That's like you whining over a graphic tee, which is my weakness. Hello. My name is Hillary, and I have a weakness for (laughs) (laughs) graphic.
1: I have a weakness for pink dresses, so I'll go out and say. Okay. (laughs) All right. And pink pink lipstick. Yeah. It's very true, and I think we're we're so good at persuading that we need something. We are, and we are are experts at it. We know exactly what triggers. (laughs) We say we deserve this. I've been through a tough time. I'm not it's on sale. I'm saving money. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But oh, Are you really saving money? That's a big one. And you know what? The, the department stores lie to you, right? Because <laughs> they'll give you the receipt and it will say you saved $170. And you're like, you know what? I just spent 300. That was not no 170. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what, that was not yeah. in any way, shape, I, or form.
1: It's true. I saw somewhere, somebody put
0: Money isn't saved at malls, it's saved at banks. That's interesting. How do you feel about saving in a bank? So let's talk about the different, I guess we'll call them accounts or vehicles for retirement. And What do you think is the best or some of the best selections for people who are entrepreneurs? And even, you know, I want to extend this too because we do serve remote workers. We support remote workers since that is such a huge A trajectory shift, right? Bigger and bigger. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It
1: really comes down to what are your needs for the money? What are your goals for the money? Mm -hmm. And we were talking about how we don't have, sometimes we don't have enough money for, to save for retirement. And I was meeting with a woman last night and she had that same excuse. And I said, but if you save it into a certain type of account, you're going to save on taxes. So you get to do two birds, one stone, right? I get to save for retirement. I'm going to save money now on my taxes. So we have the traditional IRAs, the Roth IRAs. Mm -hmm. Employed people can set up a self-employed IRA so they can save even more money than the 5,500 IRA contribution or 6,500 if you're over 50. So those are great because... As you're saving money and it's growing for you, that money isn't getting taxed each year on it's earnings. And when you turn 59 and a half, you can take out that money. The traditional IRAs, the money goes in pre-tax. You don't pay tax on it. So you save money when you set it aside. But when you take the money out, that's when you get taxed on it.
0: So, okay. So later in life, when you take the money out, you'll get taxed on it because it's reflected as earnings correct okay so but we could put away as entrepreneurs we could put away like $5,500 a year and not get taxed on what are what actually were earnings but they're just going okay going into um, a different vehicle which is good to know because we don't have these conversations that we need to be having and and they're scary yeah. to some degree, but they're also intimidating. Like, um, what am I supposed to do? Like our 501c3 um, notification came in the mail yesterday and it said, you have to follow up and do Form 99, blah, 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 or mm-hmm. this will be revoked. And I just said to my husband, and that's for the lawyer, because I <laughs> like you need- an, Yeah, just pass you, it on. Yes, <laughs> pass it on to somebody who yeah. knows what they're doing. And the same is true for you, like mm-hmm. mediating through all of this and doing a bunch of research, that's really intimidating to try and understand what is the best choice to make, what is the best type of account to have um, as an entrepreneur for retirement, like that is really intimidating. But, it is,
1: and there's so much information out there, just like anything. Like, yes. You get bombarded with it, and one's telling us, oh, we do this, another sites selling is owing to that yes and I you need to really associate yourself with align with somebody who understands where you're coming from and specializes on that so they know yes. all the ins and outs they're going to be proactive with different solutions different strategies and stuff so I have this one woman so I have this strong retirement club which is kind of my baby and the one woman in the club she has a different advisor and she said to me, you know, he's not very proactive. I've been coming to him with different ideas that I've been reading up on. Mm-hmm. And I need somebody who's going to come to me with ideas because I don't know all that's out there. Yeah. I don't know all that's out there when it comes to legal stuff or accounting stuff. And I need to bring those people on to me because I because like you can't waste your time figuring it all out. You, you make your money doing your book, your editing, your whole business.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we,
1: need we need to learn when to outsource, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And yeah. and When it's, it's appropriate to outsource. And in the end, it should make us money. It, it should, should make, it make us money.
0: money. And it's like the, um, this is the analogy. A couple of years ago, maybe it was like five years ago. I don't know if you remember this, but it was like, eggs are really great for you. Eat all the <laughs> eggs you can. They're so great for you. And then a couple years later, it was like, eggs are the worst thing you could possibly eat ever. You're going to die immediately after breakfast. And it was just, you know, and so we don't know as a lay person and as people who haven't gone to school and haven't studied this and made this our expertise, we don't know even what to believe, who to believe. And so it's important even, and it's like, uh, you can have somebody like you in your back pocket as you're running your business. But if you can't afford those types of services, you could also have a consultation with you and and mm-hmm. and like get on the right road. You Just know? to get started, yes. Yeah. And- yeah. And then you tell people, okay, and this is the next step you need to take and, and then you need to take this step and make sure you're doing this. But to cut through that confusion clutter is huge.
1: It is huge because when we're confused, we're overwhelmed, we're stressed. We don't do anything. We just (laughs) get ourselves so stuck in the mud. And I always say when I was pregnant and I was so overwhelmed with registering, and my mom kept calling me up, you need to register, you need to register. It was just too overwhelming. Do you know how many freaking baby bottles there are out there now? (laughs) How many? Um, Sleep sacks and do this for your baby, don't do that for baby and i needed i literally my two sister-in-laws the one dragged me to buy bye baby the other one shoved a checklist in my throat and I <laughs> needed guidance
0: because like people need guidance with their money <laughs> and and they don't and you didn't know where to start either yeah. so it was I, like i, I don't know it. where to start so and and we go around and around and around into this paralysis analysis of Oh, I could start here, but actually, I should start here because maybe this and, and it is like this financial chess game. So <laughs> my my husband, my husband and I—he's so strategic, like he can think moves ahead, right? He's mm-hmm. out and he's always trying to coach me. And he's like, "Well, you you know, you just have to think moves ahead." And I'm like, "My brain doesn't work like that, okay?" And everybody's brain is different. That's the other thing, and so. Maybe you're overwhelmed, or maybe you're fear-based, or maybe you're uh, doubtful, or maybe you're reluctant. Like you see, tons of people coming to you for multitudes of reasons. Mhm. Yes. It's true. Everyone and
1: everyone has their these money beliefs, and sometimes they're a very limiting belief. Well, I've never had wealth. I deserve that. Mm-hmm. or I have to work so hard in order to move myself forward or I'm always there going to be in debt and when we keep telling those that same script in our mind we believe it more and more it's like in your book you talk about that negative self-talk and how paralyzing
0: oh it's totally paralyzing and we hear the phrase do the work and we and I think people mm-hmm. default to I have to, it's like task oriented in their head. Okay. So I have to do this and then I have to do that. But really there's a mindset work that we have to engage in. Every, I like that. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Every single day I can do this. I can get information and we shame ourselves for our money too. we, You know, when when you start making more than you had before, like you hook into a pipeline as an entrepreneur and then you've got deals coming in. So then your income increases and it's like, oh, my God, I have all this money. But You know what? You don't. You don't. And so but sometimes sometimes we're like, oh, yes, I do, because I work hard and this is what I have deserved and what is coming to me. But then we don't plan for taxes, friends. And that is called the big screw you. So (laughs) that is, I've seen
1: a lot of entrepreneurs where they come to be the year after they had that big tax bill. And they didn't plan So it's on credit card debt, a personal loan, something. And now they're trying to get out of that loan Mm. and pay their quarterly taxes on top of it. And they didn't take that into account when they were mapping out their expenses. And no. it's so true. Just like we say, we need to set aside a little bit for retirement we need to save a good chunk
0: for taxes,
1: <laughs> so the money's already there to pay.
0: And how much are we saving, a percentage-wise, for retirement? For retirement and taxes. Taxes. So retirement, we really need
1: to save 10 to 20 percent.
0: Okay. Of our income. Okay, when you say ten agree. to twenty, per- is that over like a period of years though? Like, or because we want to put aside one percent each month, so does that equal ten to twenty percent at the end of the year? Yes. Yeah. Okay, great.
1: That? that would be one percent each month. That's twelve percent.
0: Right. Okay. So that's a great start. Yeah, and it's easy math.
1: So. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 1% and do it slowly. See if you at the next year did you have a bump up in earnings? Well, then bump up your savings by a little bit. Don't get used to living on that extra money all the time because this is what I see people go, Well, once I get to a hundred thousand, I'll start saving money. Then they huh. get to 120,000. They go, Well, once I get to 150,000, I'll start saving money.
0: Mm-hmm. And then they get there
1: and they say, Well, once I get to 200,000, I'll start saving money because once that money comes into our bank account, it's gone. It just,
0: it. It's death by a thousand nicks, isn't it? Seriously? Yeah. Like, you just hit all the time. But you, but it comes down to decisions. You know, wh- like, where is that money going? And, I, and the minutiae is what kills us. Yes, yeah, it does come down to
1: decisions. And i you're always one step away. You're always one decision away from having your wealth. It's really taking a hard look at where's your money coming and going.
0: Like, yeah. what is that
1: relationship like and how can we tweak it? How can we give it more attention? Give it structure so that savings are automatic. You don't even have to think twice about it. And your yeah. taxes are automatic, your time and savings are automatic. We like structure in our lives. It's we feel good, we know what's coming next, we know we're taking care of whatever tasks be done in the day. Our relationship with money loves structure.
0: Yeah, There's and we mind. we we love structure, anyways, in anything. Like th- that's kind of why we get married, you know. Where it's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs>
1: so, so, like dependable structure in our lives is yes. right, When you can lean on somebody, like lean on our money if we need it. if we had it saved up, nice. we
0: treated it really good,
1: and had yeah. it saved us, well, then it's gonna get us back in return. You're gonna give us. Even more back,
0: I like that. Lean on your money, so ideally, we're shooting for about twelve percent to put aside for retirement each year. What are we putting aside for taxes? I suppose that's predicated on tax breaks or I mean on the tax bracket, but it wouldn't that's, it be yeah. somewhere like thirty percent or something? I would say yeah
1: death, say a conservative number is at least thirty percent. okay. I would say, because you're right, it depends on your income, how many expenses you have that you can write off, and what what is your tax bracket? Does your spouse also make money? Are you filing together separately? So it's it's well worth it to make an appointment with an accountant and just strategize for the year. This is how much I think I'm going to make. This is how much I made last year. Is there going to be any growth? And how much should I be setting aside each time I get paid?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And don't be afraid to be proactive either. If you have an accountant that's like, no, you're fine, we'll keep you right here. But you feel like you can be more aggressive, then by all means, listen yeah. to that little voice in your head, right? Exactly. What is,
1: what is your gut telling you? Because that, that's where that fear comes from. That's what you're living with every day. The account doesn't have to deal with it. No. That's you. So how can you do it confidently? knowing you're not going to have to pay extra. If anything, maybe you get some money back if you are aggressive.
0: God, that'd be amazing. Yeah. You know, and I remember getting money back when um, when I was a little bit younger, and it was because I was, like, living on the line of poverty. So, so the government was like, here you are, my friend. And I was like, thank you. I feel like I made a big bundle of money. But I didn't. I actually no. didn't. That's the thing is, like, we want to shoot for um, what am I trying hmm. to say? Like a zero balance, like a wash. Isn't that yes, how we maximize exactly. our money? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Otherwise you're
1: just loaning the money to the government and they give it, give it back to you with no interest.
0: And people don't get that, do they?
1: No, they still like getting that tax refund because it's kind of like <laughs> newfound money.
0: And then they go out and
1: they usually just spend it.
0: <gasps> and they can take that money and start a retirement fund. Do you see how we went full circle? Mm-hmm. That was. I love how you
1: connected it.
0: I love. Good job. Oh my goodness! So true, Thank
1: though. you. Make the most of that money. So yes. Yeah, make. Send it
0: out to the mall. <laughs> yeah. Case. Don't let the mall make the most of your money. So like, like
1: Starbucks, it, scoop it all up. They have enough money.
0: Oh my goodness! <laughs> right? They don't need any more. Um, And so what are, so you're shaking up these industries and thank you for the bonus tax talk. Um, So what are your plans? I know you're working on another book right now yeah, and um, you're probably taking over the world in other ways of which I am not aware.
1: (laughs) So I am full force going, we have this strong retirement club. I'm filling up my next one, which will start in January. And I'm so excited because now I've created a different tier so people can attend it virtually. Oh, awesome. So there's going to be the one where you get virtual and live in person events, and then another one that we're going to have monthly either webinars, calls, or tasks to do things. And then I've created this retirement suite on Facebook, and it, that's going to be the virtual part of it. Soon we're going to have a brick and mortar one of the two and the retirement suite is bringing in all different professionals to help women getting to retirement and then through retirement people like accountants attorneys but then also health and fitness coaches medicare consultants we have money coaches even business coaches because a lot of people in retirement they want kind of a second career or a passion project Mm -hmm. so the development of a business if you've been in corporate life your whole world, your whole career how do we get into that mentality of being a business owner and doing it right so I'm bringing in this whole world of different professionals to help the women in my world because retirement is so much more than just money and planning out the money there is so much more to it and I really want to get everybody bring the service to a whole new level than just the traditional financial planning. And that's what we do in the club. And that's what the retirement is going to be all about.
0: And this is the legacy you're leaving your daughter to. I think, I hope at some point that you um, do something about um, teaching children about money and teaching them the truth about money, because I think that would just be like the coolest and most organic segue for you ever. So that is...
1: Book about it. That was yeah, cool. yeah. Her piggy bank could be all about her piggy bang.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. And what it and what it really means, and why it's not a bad thing to save money. But this is amazing. And so your next book is centering on retirement. Yeah. Everything that you've learned, and everything that you're sharing. Do you have a title for it yet? I do. And what's going to be so cool
1: is the women in my first club. They're going to be the case studies throughout the book. You're going to Mm -hmm. be on this journey with them.
0: That is so cool.
1: And there's going to be women five to ten years from retirement, a year of retirement, yeah, right after retirement. So you're really going to be able to see all different journeys and how they've gotten to this place where they can live their fullest, most secure life in retirement. And the title is going to be Refinement, Not Retirement. A Strong Woman's Guide to Retiring on Her Own terms.
0: Oh my gosh, I love it so much. Thank you. Because everyone says, I'm not going to retire. And no,
1: you're going to refine your life. You're going to do it on your terms, right? More flexible, less stressful, not worry about the pay. So it's really about refining your life to work better for you. And I really wanted to keep the strong in the title because, as you know, my first book, Strong Women, Stronger Assets, mm-hmm. I, we are becoming this powerhouse of women. And we need to remember how strong we are in our strength. And it takes a strong woman to stand up for her, her life and her retirement, the next phase. So we had to keep strong in the title somewhere.
0: I love it. And that's, that embodies who you are and I'm so happy that you were on today and and that you shared everything that you've been going through and all your knowledge with people to help our audience I I think that was just so generous of you and it was just a blast talking to you you're so you're just a natural co-host
1: truly (laughs) thank you so much Hillary. thank you for having me I had a blast with you it was a fierce conversation <laughs> we're and I I love what you do. I love your message, and again, your book is incredible. I will be sharing it with everyone I know who
0: could use it. So thank, thank you. you again
1: for sending me a copy, for having me on your show, for being such a good friend. Oh my gosh,
0: thank you so much. You're just such a sweetheart. I'm so glad we're friends. We worked together first, and then became friends, and that's just the coolest <laughs> damn thing ever. Retirement is an important topic, and a lot of people are not doing what they need to. They're not planning how they need to take care of themselves and their later years. Perhaps it's because entrepreneurs are infused with this unflappable belief in themselves that there will always be a thousand tomorrows. But it is important to believe that even if all of the tomorrows come, We have a plan in place to take care of ourselves and our families. Retirement is a topic that if you are working for yourself, you need to immerse yourself into understanding how to make the decisions that are most beneficial for you and that will allow you to live your golden years. Our thanks to Jessica Weaver for bringing this topic into the light and ensuring that we have all the information at our fingertips that we possibly can to get in touch with Jessica or to join her retirement club, head on over to Jessica Com. Did you like what you heard? Please listen, subscribe, share, and leave a review for Sick Biz Buzz wherever podcasts are available. And don't forget to visit sickbiz.com for some of the greatest, most inspirational content, resources, hacks, and support that's available to our very special community of chronically ill and disabled entrepreneurs, freelancers, and remote workers. You can listen to the podcast, find a job if you need to on our job board, and we always have new opportunities coming up with different companies to allow you a variety of choices for your professional occupation. In addition, if you are feeling like you could use some mental health support, we've got you covered. We're working in conjunction with a couple of mental health resources to make sure that our beautiful community is taken care of and there's no stigma for reaching out and getting the help that you need. In fact, in this world today, it is becoming rarer for people not to need some assistant assistance in their life to move forward and to overcome emotional and mental hurdles. Finally, don't forget to text SICKBIZ to 36260 and receive our resources in the palm of your hand. Yes, that's right. You can get it right to your phone and listen to our podcast. Look for a job online, a mental health resource, or simply immerse yourself into one of our many blogs, offering the tools that you need to get ahead. So much inspiration, so much encouragement, so much love and acceptance is waiting for you. You might even think of this app as a coach in your pockets. We have lots of other things coming up as well, and you will want to be part of our Sick Biz Facebook group. We'll be auctioning off a painting by a very well-known artist, and we are always running some sort of promotion or giveaway. And it's a lot of fun and certainly not to be missed. That's it for today's episode of Sick Biz Buzz. Until next time, be well.